This week's episode of the Star Wars Report is brought to you by the good folks supporting us over on patreon.com slash Report. Let's do the show, folks. Gum, gum, gum. And who might you be? It's the Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. Woo! Star Wars Report. The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. Then we can do something epic. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. The Force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. Scott Rifen is prying through the the blast doors at the uh, staff exit slash entry of Rise of the Resistance. Uh, Also, just purchased a thermal detonator Coke and then poured it into a regular Coke cup. Well, I had ice in the cup. I wanted that is to, true. I wanted to polish off the ice in are fashion. You, are you keeping the thermal detonator? Container? I have one. Uh, would you need one? Uh, I mean, just sell it on eBay, probably. <laughs> <laughs> do not, do not do that. So I'm, we're standing here in uh, Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. Yes. Um, you have uh, been through Rise of the Resistance. Yes, I didn't sleep in, and unlike somebody, and uh, yeah. and by sleep in, I mean like got up. Many hours before the crack of dawn, instead of one or two hours before the crack of dawn. <laughs> um, I just, I just got up at the time I normally get up to report to duty for my yeah. military job. Well, you know what's funny is, is I got up at the time I normally get up to do my morning radio show, which is three fifteen. So, but it's it. So, um, I do actually have for later today a boarding pass, which yes. they're doing just like with Smuggler's Run. Uh, but just walk us through the experience of uh, actually being amongst like. The butt oh. crack of dawn crew that got here to oh get the goodness. first boarding passes. Well, okay, so I get up at 3.15 normally, and I told my wife last night, I said, all right, we're going to get up at my normal radio time. She, and I thought she was going to object. Which, by the way, my fiance Savannah, yes. said, yeah, I wouldn't do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> well, we're here celebrating 24 years. 24 years in, Savannah will do that Okay, for all right, all right. Um, but, so, yeah, I said, do you, she said, yes, let's do it. So I said, okay. And so we, we got ready, and we, we were ready early, and we'd left. Uh, the resort a few minutes before we planned to. We got to the park at 4.43 this morning, and we're in a line. Okay? Ten minutes later, we parked on the front row, row one. I've never parked in row one of a Disney park, ever. We got out, we walked over to the security bag check, and there was already a... We were probably 30 people deep, and there were probably... There were eight lines. Okay. And we were 30 people deep in one of the lines. So I thought there might be like a couple hundred people that would get here <laughs> before like six. No, I no. took a panoramic shot at five thirty this morning yeah. just to see everybody who was there. It was just, it was staggering, yeah. absolutely staggering. There were thousands of people here this morning. Yeah, um, and That's, it was a lot of just standing around. Mm. Well, so they let you, they let you in. They get to get you the boarding pass. Um, walk me through the actual experience of the ride. Although selfishly, even though by the time yeah. this podcast comes out, I'll have done the ride. I yeah. haven't done it yet. So that like primary spoilers, spoilers, just yeah. like how, how you're a big Disney you guy, yeah. uh, just like no major plot. I, so I know generally what the ride is, uh-huh. um, uh, but I just kind of want to know how the queue system experience works huh. in a story because you were talking. Yeah. Well, you, you were talking a little bit about story and how yeah. much that is a part of the whole ride. Yeah, and you know how it's it's a part of everything Disney does, but it's even more so in this because almost every angle of the of the queue is. A storytelling aspect, and I'm not just talking about. At first, you start off in one of those lines, and you're going through caves, and it's one of the okay, whatever. 
and then all of a sudden you go into the room where they show you the video. That's a thing, a standard Disney yeah, trope, yeah. right? Here's what you have to do, blah, blah, blah. And then when you get done with that, they they hustle you outside and into one of those troop carrier things like uh, uh, like you saw in The Force Awakens. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the one Leia gets off of when she hands oh, over first meet gotcha. up again. Oh, gotcha, okay. Um, they get you in one of those and Poe's X-Wing is right over there, fired up, ready to go, BB-8's in it. And, uh, oh, they, that's cool. Yeah, well, they hustle you in there, and you take off in that ship with a with a, 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 a Mon Calamari captain on there, you know, and, and uh, you get all of a sudden you get chased. There's a battle. You get tractor beamed, and when they open the door back up, same door you came in, because we all thought it was going to be like a Haunted Mansion thing. You come in this door, you leave that door. Yeah. Same door, you, it opens back up, and you're in the hangar of a Star Destroyer. And they queue you up there, and you just sit and and, and you wait, and you don't care because you're in the hangar of a star. <laughs> the star. There's a, an array of stormtroopers, and if you watch them, they move. Mm. You know, you think, well, that's just a bunch of statues, and they, and, you know, they're audio animatronics, but or not audio animatronics, just animatronics. Yeah. But you see their heads move, a little hand movement there and there, um, and from there they take you into a place where they line you up and they treat you like prisoners the whole time. You know, you're going in for interrogation, and they take you to different lineups, different rooms, and they're all just like, holy cow, this is, I'm in Star Wars, and I'm being challenged and interrogated. Why did I wear this outfit? You know, because that's, that's the a only thing. A lot of Florida tourists yeah. around here. Yeah, exactly. A lot of tourists. Oh, look, but, walking right by. And Chewbacca. So that's how, the other reason I picked this corner to record is, like, oh. we can we can wave hello we to just, Chewbacca and uh, Vimerati and some resistance people. My goodness. Uh, I want, Chewie's still watching this. Bye, Chewie. Bye, Chewie. Bye, bye. Okay, that was pretty. That was fun. That was good. <laughs> Except for Chewie's, for some reason. Describe what he did to you. Uh, he well, he kind of gave you the. He did the the two fingers pointing my eyes on you. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. I guess we look. We kind of look suspicious. We do. We do. Yeah, this does look like a taser. The recorder I'm using. There's that. Um, so, but does the story unfold or develop as you go, or is it yeah. just environment to they environment? They put you in a holding room where, again, a lot of use of projectors. Yeah. Put you in a holding room where Kylo Ren and Hux are having a conversation about extracting the, the uh, resistance base location from you. And then they talk to you, threaten you. You come out, and then you get broken out by the resistance. I'm not going to say what happens or how. Um, but you get broken out by the resistance, you get hustled into your vehicle, and then the ride is really on. Everything that has happened up to that point, if that had been it, it would have been a dream come true. But then everything that happens after that is so much more and so much bigger. That's where you see the ad-ads. That's where you, you know, you go in the elevator, you have the attack, you're in the middle of, literally in the middle of blaster cannon fire. Uh, it's... I'm not going to say any more, but again, Kylo Ren is very much out. You're on the bridge of the Star Destroyer, Kylo Ren and Hux. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And that's, I'm not I'm trying not to be spoilery. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get to see it all. Well, and I'm, because I really did get the sense before this opened, um, the way Disney was marketing this park, how confident they were in this park by not having this. There's a missing piece, and this is the flagship. Would you describe this as this, the flagship ride now? This is one of the greatest achievements in Imagineering ever. Oh, wow. I'm going to just say it that way. Well, the, the first question then is Flight of Passage. How do you compare? Uh, this blows Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage is great. I really like it a lot. But it is a one-trick pony. Mm, yeah. You get in the thing, you fly around, you got the 3D, you get a little spray. 
this is so many different things, so many different little mechanisms combined. And again, the queue does so much storytelling and so much involvement. As I say, when you get in that hangar, you're going to wish they never take you out of the hangar because mm. you're just going to be staring and just yeah. going, holy cow. And then, it's, and, and the thing is, it hasn't even gotten going at that point. Mm. Yeah. And you're, you would have been happy and satisfied if it were over. Mm. It's that kind of an attraction. That's amazing. I can't wait. And I'll, I might swing back on uh, after I do it. But it's, it, that's kind of, I have very high expectations because of what people have been saying yeah. as this opened. And, and you know what? A lot of times I always tell people to temper their expectations, like after the first time I saw The Last Jedi. And, <laughs> but I never told anybody not to go. I just said, don't, don't get too crazy about it. But uh, this is a thing where I don't think you can have enough high enough expectations. They, they are not going to, anything that you can dream up, they're going to top. Yeah. No, that's and that's why I I'm really looking forward to essentially what's the completion of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Which speaking of, I have to get your like overall first impressions because this is your first time here, yeah. um, and you're experiencing a again like complete uh, version of the park. And I feel like this by starting out your experience with well, Smuggler's Run is what you started out with. Yeah, yeah. And, and just then both rides back to back has made it. Uh, maybe a better first impression than some. It's it was yeah I love it I, I love it I love being here um, I love the level of immersion I love looking around at the little details I love the storytelling aspect of you know there's there's a little bit of story we ran into famous podcaster Lou Mangello oh, yes. on the way out of Rise of the, and we were talking about just how it, when you leave Rise of the Resistance the story kind of follows you you can look around and see. Where the story continues to play out, mm. uh, so which that yeah. goes back to what they were pitching at D twenty three when I was there way mm-hmm. back when of like, hey, there's going to be more narrative experiences that will tie into the rides. Yes, and we haven't seen that yet. Just no, it's, honestly, it's coming. It's it. Yeah. You can see it there. You can see it in the architecture. You can see it in the, the little, the just the little bits of personality. The little there's there's a. I'll just say this. There's a device that has exploded over there. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I've, I've been by it many times. You'll yeah. find out why. Oh okay. See, that's cool. Yeah. See, that's cool. And that's I, great. Because I had pointed out earlier, I went, hey, something blew up over there. And then at the end of the ride, yeah, we found out what it was. And so I said, that was the thing that we saw. It had blown up. And, you know, they don't tell you that. You just have to put two and two together, which is great. Yeah. And I think that's that's good because basically now we have two flagship Star Wars experiences yes. in the land that you can go with your family, have a great time without feeling the need. And I think this is some of the biggest criticism, the need to spend that extra money for the lightsaber building or the droid building, yeah. which are more premium experiences that are... Yes. I don't think the park was designed for that to be the primary thing that your family might do besides the ride. No, but now it's it's an add-on. You don't feel an obligation. Well, if we're going to do something, we got to spend money. Yeah. And, and now you don't. Yeah, because I, when I talk to people here that aren't, like, huge Star Wars fans, they come and they're like, Road Smuggler's Run, got some, uh, some blue milk, the line at the cantina was way too long. We didn't go. Also, uh, I guess we're done. <laughs> Unless we want to spend another two hundred dollars on a lightsaber. Yeah. But and and again, that's not to say that's where I think it's almost in some ways a shame that the incredible detail and architecture that goes into the work here mm-hmm. and storytelling mm-hmm. um, wasn't able to fully live up to I think their vision in the first six months. But mm-hmm. I think that with the Essentially, the park being complete now is their chance to keep refining. The and circle is now complete. Well, and they yes. now they have the advantage also of of refining where they had a they've had a lot of time to figure out the queue system and the boarding pass system. Yes. Like that was the whole thing with Smuggler's Run that they did uh, for the first time. Yeah, and and the 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 boarding pass system, the boarding group system, works. It works well. 
The only problem is you got to be here early. I don't know if you were aware of that or not, Riley, but you have to be here early in order to really take advantage of that. We were rolling into this park at 7 freaking a.m., and I was feeling like, oh, we got her. <laughs> what is happening? Hey, it's great. The whole rest of the park was, was empty, though. Oh, yeah. uh, me and Savannah rode uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. It took us 15 minutes, <laughs> and, then, and then Tower of Terror was like 10 minutes. It's oh. great. Not anymore. All the lines are back up, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we went and did Slinky Dog after we finished Rise of the Resistance, yeah. and it was it was moderate wait for for that ride. You know, yeah. we got a we got in line and off the ride in forty minutes, which is but for that that's pretty good. Yeah, it was. They said it was one hour posted time, so that wasn't bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah. No. Um, all right. So parting shot then on um, we've had first impressions of Galaxy's Edge. We are now less than a week mm-hmm. from uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, where are you on on the Skywalker saga ending? I, we talked a little bit about this Monday, but I just kind of see. This is the thing, again, Lou and I were talking about, because I can throw Lou's name around. You know. <laughs> uh, Lou and I were talking about the fact that I think Mandalorian has built up a lot more goodwill for Star Wars than there was a couple of months ago. Yeah. And I think this thing, this experience, the way it's going and the way they're handling it is building up even more goodwill. I think the Emperor is building goodwill for some of us. Uh, the more they show of those trailers and everything. Um, I, I'm excited. I mean, you know, I've, I've had my tickets for a couple of months now, uh, but I'm going to the first show Thursday night, 6 o'clock. So I'm ready. People like narratives, and especially media likes narratives, and that does shape fandom, especially fan media. Yeah. And the, the very fact of how controversial Last Jedi was, for those who did and didn't like it, gives a really almost cookie-cutter narrative that can take place, I think, here, where J.J. Abrams is very well set up uh, to yeah. be the guy who came back be and saved. Yeah. Um, right on his white horse. Which, I kind of want that to be the case, because I want this movie to be the hit that Force Awakens was. Yes. Um, I'm re- I find myself rooting for The Rise of Skywalker as a movie that impacts our fandom and fan community almost as much as I am rooting for it as a fan who wants to just go see the movie. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it's just how well, I am right now going into this. No, well, we, we kind of all remember the way things were about four or five years ago where we we had a really burgeoning, wonderful community. Everybody was doing great. Everybody, you know, and, and if there were little infighting in the community, whatever, but then it just got just kind of ripped into shreds. And... Uh, I think Mandalorian has started the process of healing. Yeah. Uh, and I think this movie can finish that process. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can. And I think there's just a great opportunity to... And yes, it's marketing right now. Yes, yeah. it's 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 re- the, the key terms of, like, um, finishing all nine films. That's mm-hmm. that's a t- definitely a talking point. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that we see the substance behind it. I'm really mm-hmm. excited. I uh, can't wait to see it next week. And we'll be... I, this is literally the second to last... Yeah, second to last. We got one more Star Wars tonight after this, oh, yeah. and then um, then we'll be coming back with our review. So crazy time. It'll be Star Wars last night at that, that point. Star yeah. Wars, Star Wars, the last night Jedi, the <laughs> subverting, the anyway, rise uh, of the, uh, never mind, no. the, the, the striking of the. All right, we're out. We're out. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back uh, here soon on the Star Wars Report podcast. Hey guys, this episode of the Star Wars Report is brought to you by the Fan Dummies Podcast. Hey, check them out at fandummies.com. They're releasing episodes every Monday and Thursday, talking all things in the world of geekdom. Uh, Hey, they're talking Star Trek, Star Wars, 
basically every Star franchise. <laughs> also, Walking Dead. Um, and oh, oh, and they have a series on the current Crisis on Infinite Earth that's airing on CW. So some amazing content available covering all things in the world of geekdom, including the upcoming Rise of Skywalker. Make sure you tune in next week as they get their reaction episodes ready, as we are getting our reaction episodes ready here at the Star Wars Report. Um, check them out. Fan Dummies Podcast, fandummies.com. And we do thank Fan Dummies for supporting the Star Wars Report podcast. Uh, hey, guys, I'm back. I'm back in the studio. Um, man, it was a great weekend. Man, did I not have time for podcasting. <laughs> in fact, uh, I'm literally late for an, uh, a rendezvous at this very moment. So um, I have to just say thanks for listening to the podcast this week. Uh, we're going to be back a little bit later uh, next week on Tuesday for our final pre-show our preview show for the rise of Skywalker. I'll be live and in person with Bruce Gibson right before we go see the movie. And of course our first reaction episode will be published day and date as the film is released Thursday night here in the United States full of spoilers. So, so that you're warned, but uh, we do appreciate all of you guys listening to the podcast. Um, and, uh, keep those emails coming, especially as this movie comes out, stars at gmail.com. Uh, stay in touch that way. It's a lot better than freaking Twitter. So, to actually join fun, productive, interesting discussion on Star Wars instead of political, obnoxious, um, reactionary discussion on Star Wars. <laughs> so you can do that by emailing us, starwarsreport at gmail.com. And, and follow me at the Riley Guy. Uh, that's where my social media is, where I promise not to be political or reactionary or obnoxious too much. Um, and so until next time, guys, may the Force be with you. And remember, many Bothans died to bring you this podcast.
I'm just glad you're here. At the end. I was weak. Unwise. Lost Ben Solo. You did. Lose Ray. We must not. I can't be what she needs me to be. Heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, but weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. What they grow beyond. That is the true burden of all masters. I know my son is gone. No one's ever really gone. Now, fulfill your destiny. Never. I'll never turn to the dark side. Fail, your highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. The rebellion is reborn today. I failed you, Ben. The war is just beginning. I'm sorry. And I will not be the last Jedi. Hey, Luke. May the Force be with you. See you around, kid.